The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah, that, 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 that don't kill me, can only make me stronger. I need you to hurry up now, cause I can't wait much longer. I know I got to be right now. Okay, you know that's it. You hear that music? Of course, you know you are now listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm still in Phoenix, living like it matters. Happy New Year, 2010. I don't know why we can't say 2010, but I guess uh, someone has made it uh, more more vogue to say 2010. So I will welcome you to January 5th, 2010. And I'm going to take a moment out just to pay honor and respect to my mom who is in heaven. Today is her birthday, so we're going to have this silent moment between me and my mother here. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. That was real quick and fast because, you know, I used to always try to run real fast from my mom when she was going to give me a whooping. And she probably would have said, Raymond, why you have me on that show? I love you, Ma. It's because of you that I'm here. Okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple other things, too, that is because of my mom is so dear to me, and that is uh, I, reg- I was going to quit football one day, and she said, no, hell no, you're not. You said you wanted to play, you get your out there and play some football. And because of my mother was so firm and so supportive, and uh, she believed in me, she saw something in me that perhaps maybe I didn't see in myself. I know one thing she didn't do. She didn't see that damn defensive end that I had to try to block when I was so small and why I was afraid. But she said, you wanted it, you go get it. And because of her, I did go and get it, and I got a chance to play in the Rose Bowl. And I am happy because this is the first time I've been on the air since the Ohio State University went to the Rose Bowl and came back with the championship trophy. It's been a long time. I think it was 1997 is the last time that we won it. But let me say something, fellas, in case, you know, you're wondering. If I'm not mistaken, that might have been the last time we also have been there. And the reason why we haven't been there, because we've been on other stages, although that is the ultimate stage. This year they happen to have the national championship game as well. But, you know, I'm not even sure that the Rose Bowl doesn't, you know, overshadow the national championship game. Depending upon who's playing in that national championship game, there's a reason why they call it the granddaddy of them all. And it's not just because it's the oldest, because I'm not sure that it is the oldest, but it is certainly the granddaddy, and it is an honor to play in there. And and the Buckeyes showed up and played ball. Now, I'm not going to say they haven't always shown up, because when we played Texas last year here in Arizona and the Fiesta Bowl, it was a good game, although we didn't win. But that's been the problem, I, I think, the fact that We've lost a couple. Uh, let's not forget we won a national championship here in Arizona a few years ago. And then there was a national championship game where, okay, you know, we didn't win, got spanked by Florida. Uh, but the Ohio State, come on, man, give props where props is due. I love other college football teams that show up and play well. Now, I am one. 
I am one that I am ready to step up. Now, Cincinnati, I'm not even going to go there. I think that Florida sent a strong message to some programs that perhaps maybe just because, you know, it's almost like a pinch runner. You know how sometimes you pinch run, but you think you hit that triple? See, Cincinnati, it was one time. Come on. You, you, you know, this is big boy ball. You, you, you are not ready for big, big, big boy ball yet. You're pretty good. I'm going to give you credit for that. You turn out some pro players every now and then, but you got to consistently win for years and years and years and years and years. And you got to do it back to back to back to back. That's why, you know, people are upset with Ohio State about going to bowl games and not winning them. They're getting there, but they didn't win it. But now, okay. So over the last few years, we've won some, okay? But Cincinnati, you got a chance to show up for your conference and show out, and you didn't do it. You, you did not do it. Now, on the other hand, Boise, I'm going to tell you what, if Boise go, goes undefeated one more time, I, yeah, national championship, I don't care where they rank that. They, they deserve it now. They've been on the big stage here in Arizona, and they're, they're a team like the Ohio State University. They enjoy this stage out here in Phoenix. It's, it's just awesome. I mean, it, it is, you know, there is a Paradise Valley and all that stuff. It, it is beautiful this time of the year. It's probably like 72 outside right now. It's outstanding. And I am telling you that Boise State, every time they get on the big stage, the advertisers that support those games, they get their money's worth. They give you enough. They play hard to the very end. And it's always some type of dramatic finish. They make it interesting. They keep they, they don't get blown out and they don't blow people out. They play good, solid football all the time. I like that university. I like, I like the things that they're doing. And so, yes, they have now matched the, the perfect season of 14-0 and 0 that the Ohio State University had when they won the national championship back a few years ago. And I think they are deserving. If they continue this type of performance and, and they are somewhere, you know, there's no reason why they shouldn't be at the very top. And they deserve the chance to play for that national championship. And I know many of you are saying, well, if it was a playoff, then perhaps – that could happen. I'm one of those people that, listen, this is college football. It, it's already semi-pro. We know it. From a business perspective, I don't want to go there again. But if you do that, then you might as well just go ahead and call it what it is then. And then it truly becomes professional sports. But this is just college football. Sometimes you get a chance to brag. Sometimes you don't. But that's okay. Let's not take it too serious. This is still just college football. If we don't have a clear-cut winner, okay. There's so many different divisions and conferences anyway, you know. Let the pros continue to do things the way they do it in the pros. If you want to make it pro football, then there's some other issues we have, we have to address, and we're going to address that on another show. But uh, certainly you know what we address on my show is we, can, we address the fact that football players are not just football players. That is what they do. That is not who they are. They have a life outside of football, and they have to start preparing for that life at some point in time. That, of course, is a conflict of interest to probably the owners who would uh, much rather prefer. I'm not sure that that wasn't the case down there with Vince Young. Shout out to you, Vince. You turned it around, big fella. Uh, But uh, perhaps maybe Vince was looking at his transitional years maybe a little bit too soon, and he didn't focus as much as he should have on the field, but somehow he got it turned around and he got it right. So um, 
shout out to Vince and to those guys down there in Tennessee. Uh, but we're going to be talking here uh, with my good friend Guy Troop uh, from Troop 21. Uh, in the uh, course, they're going to have the 10th anniversary of the Player Network event. And uh, that, of course, will be coming up at the Super Bowl. Uh, this is his 10th anniversary. What I, what I also want to stress to many of our listeners out there is the importance of knowing that this is a sanctioned event celebrating its 10th anniversary. It's pretty difficult to get your event sanctioned one time by the NFL, in particular for their Super Bowl event. I mean, that is truly their marquee event. There is no other event, probably sporting event in the world, with the exception of perhaps maybe the Olympics that, of course, would generate as much interest as the Super Bowl does. And this event is, is a part of that. It carries th- that symbol, that logo. Uh, it is in the, um, when you look through the program, program of events, it's listed. It is a sanctioned NFL event, and again, it is the player network event, and it is for the purpose of NFL players, current and former, to have the opportunity to be a part of a very exclusive, I'm going to call it an exclusive, it's a networking event, but it, it's, it's almost like, an, wow, it, it's an opportunity to showcase your skill set verbally, also your presentation, uh, you know, to, to network with, with corporate America. And to share with them what your interest uh, beyond the football field, what it really is, where your interests lie, whether you be an entrepreneur, you're interested in entrepreneurship, or perhaps maybe you're interested in employment, uh, you get an opportunity to come into this environment and to rub shoulders with some of those people that are, that are looking for the skill set of which you have. And Guy Troop has been the person that's been in the forefront of understanding there is a niche of which needs to be addressed for players making a transition. Just imagine if you've done something, uh, let's say you, you, you come out of the game at uh, 25 and you start playing football when you're, when you're okay, you're, you're nine. 16 years you've been doing the same thing every day or just about every day of your life. And then all of a sudden you've got to go do something else that you've never done before. You know, and if, let's say if you've got an extended career, a real long career, let's say you come out of the league at 32, and you started playing ball when you were eight. 24 years. 24 years you've been playing ball your whole life. And now somebody tells you you got to go do something else. Because at 32, hey, it's not time to retire. And you probably got some money. The, today you would have some money. But guess what? Uh, even if you did want to retire, the pension money that you get, you can't get at 32. You can't get it until you're 45 at the earliest. And then there's a penalty for taking it early. So you got to do something else. And I thank Guy Troop and Troop 21 for uh, being on top of these things and making sure that uh, these things are in place for players. We're also going to talk about, uh, we're going to have some special guests with Guy uh, that are going to come on as well. Uh, A couple guys who got got a chance, Guy and guys, right. (laughs) A couple gentlemen who had the chance to, uh, of course, play in the National Football League and are very successful businessmen now in the packaging business uh, have a company called Homestead Packaging. We're going to be talking to Sean Van House, played for the San Diego Chargers, and also uh, Adam Walker, who played for the 49ers. So we're going to have them join us with Guy when, when he, of course, comes on. Uh, and it'll probably be after our break. But the Ohio State University and Boise getting it done. Man, I'm so happy. For those two teams, really happy. And I'm happy about the fact that they were good football games. 
Very good football games. I think with the Ohio State University, of which I'm going back to this because I started off and I'm going to go back to that, I think there were people that were actually waiting and watching and thought that we would self-destruct. Terrell Pryor, I'm getting closer and closer to jumping on the wagon, but I, there's still a lot to improve with the throwing motion. But I'll tell you what, what's between the shoulders is playing football much smarter than you were before. See, if, if, if you and Coach Tress can get together and work on that, then perhaps maybe that will be able to uh, be something that could kind of even out uh, the mistakes or, or the lack of technique when it comes to, to your throwing abilities. We can improve that. But uh, certainly if you make smarter decisions and you, can, you, you take care of that football, eventually Young, his, his throwing motion is... is Let's say it's not the traditional throwing motion either, but he worked on it and got better. So maybe if you work on it, you can get better because you, you do have a fan in Kelvin Fisher. Maybe because Fish is from up there around that uh, Pittsburgh area where you're from as well. Well, I got music, so that means I got to take a break. Uh, you're listening to Rail to Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. When I come back from this break, hopefully my friend Guy True from Troop 21 will be here to join me, as well as our friends uh, also, of course, from... Homestead Packaging. Okay, that's Sean Van House and Adam Walker. We'll be back after this break. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely disagree Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I have to apologize. See, I, the last thing in the world I need is to have Dave Dorson and to have Damian Anderson uh, bothering me about my education. And, and I'm going to blame this on Guy Troop because Guy uh, sent me, of course, the names of the gentlemen of which are going to be our special guests today. And, and, and I'm going to say he made a typo in there. So, uh, Sean, I want to apologize. Once Sean comes on, I want to apologize for Sean for... Uh, mispronouncing his name as Van House, and it's actually Van Horse. But uh, what I want to do is I want to bring, of course, uh, the man who makes it all happen for us that I am so thankful for, and I have been talking to uh, many, many, many more players uh, throughout the country, some that have attended. There's a young man in my office this morning, uh, uh, Arkhal Truluck, who attended the Player Network event last year. And uh, he was just so enthused about, you know, what he uh, saw last year. He was enthused about attending again uh, this year. And so I, I just want to welcome Guy Troop from Troop 21 uh, to the airs with me today. And, uh, Guy, how you doing there, man? I'm doing well, Ray. Thanks for having me. I'm excited about uh, 2010 and all the great possibilities. I want to say Happy New Year to you and your audience and uh, Sean and Adam. Well, I, I thank you for, uh, for again, joining us uh, because I, I just don't feel as if, and by the way, I, I can't, I'm going to say that I can't, but I want you to know, and I'm sure you got a chance to listen to it, but I want to go on air to say that you had a, a, a first-class, uh, all-pro, all-American representing uh, Troop 21, the Player Network event, uh, last week when, when Claudia joined the show. She did a tremendous job of, uh, of course, uh, talking in detail about uh, what HR people look for in, in athletes. She talked about the opportunities that would be there, uh, just the benefits of, of one uh, attending the Player Network event as well. So uh, it's good to know that, uh, as I said, you have all pros working with you uh, as you prepare these athletes. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Player Network event guy coming up. Again, it's getting closer uh, some teams are in, some teams are out, so that means a guy should be making those decisions to uh, to make their accommodations to get down uh, to the Player Network event in Miami uh, during the Super Bowl, and you got to be excited as you as you close in on things as well. Yeah, very excited. Saturday, February sixth, two to six p.m. at the Hyatt Regency. We got a good host of businesses, uh, some big brands, and. Uh, Great opportunities for players, but what I'm what I'm most excited about is really trying to push the envelope with players who are entrepreneurs. And uh, we have two on the line with Sean Van Horse and Adam Walker from Homestead Packaging. I would just, as you talked about Claudia's message last 
last week on the show and, and what companies look for in employees uh, and really the human resource, the sourcing process for human capital. Uh, I think these two guys are great examples. You know, they got in the world and they tried some entrepreneurial things and had jobs and went went through the gauntlet to the point of getting to homestead packaging. So if, uh, why, don't, why don't you guys just tell a little bit about your story, Shauna, Adam, and uh, we can just uh, have Ray ask you some questions, and I want to talk a little bit about you as well. Well, here's what I want to do. I'd like to, uh, you know, of course, uh, Shauna, I want to give uh, Shauna an opportunity to, to say hello first. Uh, not that I'm disrespecting Adam in any way, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know how us players go, man. Uh, Sean's team is in the playoffs and doing quite well, so we're going to let him go first. So, Sean, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, you know, where you attended school at, some of the things you've done uh, in terms of preparing yourself for your education. And then, of course, as Guy said, man, we want to know a lot about homestead packaging as well. Good, good, good man, Ray. Good man, Ray. That's right. Uh, San Diego Chargers are still in the playoffs, and uh, right now my partner's team is out. So, but we'll work <laughs> on that. Just but, one uh, Actually, I attended school at um, Howard University uh, with Guy Troop, and uh, actually, and a lot of people don't know this. Being Guy used to roommate on the road and talk about our dreams and aspirations and a lot of different things on the road. So. Uh, that's where I initially uh, got my start in my education at uh, Howard University, and uh, originally from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Well, that that, that that's uh, that's great. Now uh, you, you talk about Howard University. Howard University, when when you talk about uh, you know big time football and big time programs, Howard doesn't always show up on the map. But you've had a lot of great players come out of there and make it to the league. As a matter of fact, I know. Uh, recently, uh, I had a friend of mine from my hometown in Canton, Ohio, who's uh, up against a guy from Howard. You know how it happens. You get injured, he steps in, and, and he ends up playing. So those aspirations you had back in the day while you were in college, hoping to play football, uh, was it a difficult test, your journey there? Were you drafted and, and then went in and played a few years or uh, free agency? Uh, I was drafted in the sixth round in uh, 1990. Uh, to the Miami Dolphins, but, you know, just like you feel the dreams, you know, you build it and, and it'll come. Well, you know, if you play well, uh, they will come, meaning the NFL scouts and, and Howard has uh, put a, a great number of pros in the uh, National Football League over the years, and uh, we currently have a pro that's uh, on the Indianapolis coach there and, uh, and Bethea, the starting safety there. So, uh we do all right for ourselves. We're a small school, but just like any other small schools, and, and you know, the NFL being a major, major corporation, uh, they're looking for talent, and they go in and everywhere to find talent. So if you're putting up the numbers and producing, uh, they're going to find you. Well, you're right about that, Shannon. But they, as a young man, I was talking about, of course, uh, didn't want to. I didn't want to put it out there. I'm glad you put it out there. <laughs> so uh, let, me, <laughs> let, 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 let me say this. Um, Homestead packaging. I know a little bit about packaging. I don't know a lot about packaging. But tell me a little bit about what you do in your company, Homestead Packaging. Tell me a little bit about that that world of what you operate in now, and what are some of the benefits uh, you hope to find, or perhaps maybe in previous years you've been and you've attended the player network events. So kind of tie those two together, if you will. Okay. Um, homestead packaging, and like Guy uh, kind of, uh, alluded to, there was a, a great many steps for uh, both my partner Adam and I getting to uh, where we are today with Homestead Packaging, and we'll talk about that as well. 
but uh, primarily what Homestead Packaging does is we are, uh, we manufacture and distribute um, uh, uh, corrugated uh, retail cartons. So we make high graphic retail cartons. So anything that a, a, a retailer or uh, it could be an inventor or anybody that's out there that has a product, they want to put their product into a carton, which is high graphic, things that you find in your club stores like Sam's, Home Depot, any of those products that's out there, we make those boxes, those color boxes that go, that those products go into. Well, I'm, I'm going to switch it, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Adam a little bit there. Uh, Adam, how you doing there, man? Unbelievable. How about yourself? Well, I'm I'm just glad to have you on the show today, man. And I listen, I believe those 49ers are going to make some things happen in the future. But uh, 49ers are not the only team you play for. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about, of course, where you attended school at and uh, the other teams that you play for as well as the 49ers? Yes, I'm from uh, Homestead, Pennsylvania, which is about five miles outside, five miles outside of Pittsburgh, where I attended uh, school at the University of Pittsburgh. I played at Pitt. I wasn't as fortunate as Sean. I was an undrafted free agent. Uh, two year, two weeks after the draft, I didn't get picked up. I was picked up by the Philadelphia Eagles. I played with the Eagles for one year, San Francisco for five, and finished up with Philly again for my final season. Wow, that's outstanding. So, see, I should have... I should have led that, or I should have said that myself, because, of course, I did a little Google search and did all my homework as well, guys. I've been hitting my head a few times, so I don't remember it. <laughs> but thank God there's such a thing as Google out there, and I can I can do that search. But, uh, of course, I knew that there was a Philadelphia Eagles, and you and I are both real happy and proud of the Eagles, with the exception of what they did last week. And we won't talk about that because we're looking forward. Uh, speaking of looking forward, uh, Homestead Packaging sustainability is this a green product you guys got now can we talk about that a little bit what 100 percent recyclable our products our uh inks are water-based our uh paper is all recycled wow that's outstanding so uh of course uh on display there'll be some products that are showcased uh for other corporate uh, people that will be there in case they're looking to do business with you, so you will be one of those companies that perhaps maybe will be interested in doing some business to business as well. Is that right? Most definitely. Um, this has probably been one of the most beneficial networking events I've attended. And I've, uh, of course, I've been a professional player, but I've worked in the corporate sector as well as uh, being an entrepreneur. And this is the only event where you have corporations, small businesses, and athletes in one room with one goal, is to help one another and the communities we serve. So I, I'm, thank, I'm very thankful for being involved. Uh, Guy Troop is doing an excellent job, and uh, we just pray we can just keep pushing this thing forward. Well, I, I appreciate the fact that you took the time out to say that because each time I get a chance to have Guy on the air, um, I seem to shower him with praise, and, and that's because – Many times people don't realize how fortunate we are to have somebody like Guy Troop to recognize that there is a, a major void in, in many players' lives. And, and we're going to have Guy probably on the other side of the break to, to talk about some of those things because uh, it's not something I want to rush him through. Because as we all know, each year there are, at the end of the season, there are a lot of decisions that are made. And that's part of the reason why the teams who are already in the playoffs, not only do they not want to get their starters hurt, but they also want to see how good their backups really are because there's going to be some jobs that are going to be lost 
and they make those decisions by based upon the performances of those individuals uh, in these game, these meaningless games, if you will. But they mean a lot to those players in terms of perhaps maybe coming back the next year or perhaps maybe looking for jobs in, in corporate America uh, like we've been out here in for, for some time. Uh, listen, I think I'm going to have some music coming on pretty soon here, so I'm going to have to take a break. I'm going to ask you guys to stay with me. There goes that guy's thing again. But, Guy, you stay with me as well. <laughs> We're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break with Guy Troop, Sean Van Horst, and Adam Walker. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports so andy serling packed his bags left the city and is enjoying his temporary digs in saratoga but that won't stop us from bringing you playing to win the best online handicapping show for serious horse players catch andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of august on location from the beautiful saratoga race course he and his guests are some of the best in the biz they bring you new insights to making money and they tell it like it is i'm three five one in this race but the three is very much the one to be we're going to completely disagree on this race i absolutely despise her especially at one to two and it's anything but the same old horse racing show this is a nine horse field but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win with andy serling a show seriously committed to making more money at the game but with a personality this is a dunce cap horse for me if this horse wins next week i got the dunce cap on you bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form look for it the day before big race days mostly fridays find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at youbet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Dialogue is the single most powerful. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, we right now, of course, are talking about, because it's that time of the year for us, th- this is actually playoffs for players outside of sports, too. You know, not just on the field. It's the playoff time, the most important time, and you got to make it during this time as well. And, and this is our transitional period. So we've been talking about that. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. There's some teams that made it. There's some that didn't. And there's some jobs that are going to be lost. So this is extremely important for me 
and as well as for some of my uh, former colleagues. And, and I also want to say that my colleagues also include uh, Guy Troop as well. You know, we all transition from sports at some particular time. Some people do it, uh, I, I'm going to say Pop Warner. Then there's junior high school, there's high school, there's college, there's pro. So at some point in time, that's a piece of your life that you just, it kind of drops off. But you got to continue to maintain and go forward. And, and life goes on. And uh, for people, depend upon how prepared you are. Some guys are better prepared than others. Uh, but there are some tools that are necessary of which uh, it's important for those who have access to those tools. They are the most successful ones. And those who don't have it, they struggle more. Thank God we don't have to struggle anymore because we have Troop 21 and Guy Troop, uh, who's the CEO and founder of Troop 21, and celebrating the 10th anniversary of the Player Network event at this year's Super Bowl uh, in Miami, and uh, Guy, again, I want to thank you for you know the guests that you've you've brought on board with us today, uh, Sean uh, Van Horse, uh, of course, a former uh, San Diego Charger, and uh, Adam Walker, and I'm just gonna call Adam. We ain't gonna go with that 49er thing anymore. We're going straight with the Eagles now. So. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll do it like that, but but God, um, you know, let, let let me ask you a couple questions if I can. In in particular, um, this is the time of year. As I said, there are some guys who their jobs are in jeopardy, and I and I and I've said it to you before that I know it's somewhat of a conflict of interest for uh, the league to give you all the support they really should give you in trying to help these players. So right now, there are going to be some players out there that perhaps maybe for whatever reason, they're just not convinced that it's time for them to get involved uh, with the player network event and come experience for what it's like. But there's some some tragic statistics out there about players who don't find themselves prepared and end up on the bad side of an equation. Can you share some of that to kind of maybe motivate some players who may be on the edge and thinking about maybe coming or maybe not coming? Can you share some of that information about some of the tragics? Yeah, well, I mean, the the way that I would first like to talk through the issue is, is to look at what it is that you guys are doing now, Ray. You work for internet radio company and Sean and those own a business and the employees of of these particular businesses have a skill set that is, you know, pretty transferable. You know, if there's a sales guy, he can sell radio spots or he can sell, you know, tires. Uh, you know, in, in the packaging business, if you're, you know, an operations person over a manufacturing industry and you, you work with high-end machinery to make these boxes, then you can... You know, you can stop making boxes and, and use what you've learned through all of the OSHA requirements and training and go work for somebody that makes, uh, I don't know, lamps. Uh, but, it, but it's really tough to go do football anywhere else in the world once you've reached the height of it. Uh, so therein lies the challenge. But if, the question would be, is it really the NFL's responsibility to worry about what you do on your next job or in your next career. And, there, you know, I can argue both sides of it, but I would say as a business owner that I'm hiring you to work for my business and I really don't have to do much to help you work for the, the next business. And uh, but, but the beauty of it is, is that the owners in the NFL, they have made a commitment, a small commitment, to helping players transition. That's called NFL player development. There are several programs that are out there. Uh, but but it's incumbent upon the athletes to take advantage of it, and so athletes like Sean and Adam, you know that 
have landed on their feet and are grinding through and trying to make their business, you know, a multi-million dollar business like the NFL business is. You know, they, they've learned some lessons along the way, but the biggest lesson I could talk about would just be getting the reps at whatever you're going to do afterwards. So the networking event is about getting reps so you can prepare and meet people and, and get to the next level of uh, a, a given career. Well, I would like to ask... Uh, Please go right ahead. I, I was going to add on to that. This is Sean. I was going to add on to that. Uh, as Guy uh, said, you know, they're in the business of, of football, and, and when you, once you finish football and want to uh, continue your career as an entrepreneur, I mean, both Adam and myself, we didn't have uh, a particular roadmap to go through, and, and we bumped our head a lot. Uh, and, 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 and we're trying to help, and what God does is, is put athletes, entrepreneurs together to be a resource to one another. Because if there's something that Adam and I have been through that we can shed light on, so now uh, this athlete that who's just finished playing, who's wanting to go on, uh, into business for himself, entrepreneurship, he, he doesn't necessarily have to make that same mistake. And that's the type of atmosphere uh, that guy is creating. Uh, uh, a network of players because the fraternity of players is small and they don't have to make the same mistakes that Adam and I made. And that's, that's one of the biggest things that I see being promoted at the PME event is that uh, we could be a resource to one another. Well, I, I certainly appreciate that. I, I'm going to ask uh, Adam, Adam, Sean mentioned the fact that you guys bumped your head a few times. You know, I bumped my head a few times. Uh, I feel, and I've said this on the network a couple times, is that we have an obligation, you know, to to the younger players to perhaps maybe uh, be in a position of accessibility where we can mentor these young men if indeed they're willing to listen and uh, and understand some of the things that we went through. And they are like our offspring, and and we wouldn't want our sons and daughters to make the same mistakes that that we made, but but you know, Adam, many times, just as we did as kids, people have to experience mistakes for themselves. In your position today, and I'm sure there's some young men that are playing ball that you come across every now and then, are, are, they, are they more receptive to listening and perhaps maybe following uh, your direction in terms of, wow, thank you, I, I do not want to do that, I won't do that, I'm glad you shared that information with me. Uh, and you and you saved me some time and some money and some heartache. Are they more receptive nowadays, the athletes today? What do you think there, Adam? Um, and before I, I jump into that, uh, and you said a, a huge piece on mentorship, and I'm a I'm a key a big advocate on, on mentorship, and um, I'm a big faith based person. I'm a Christian, and Proverbs four seven says, "Wisdom is the principal thing; therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding." So the key now is sharing that wisdom and making sure they understand it. They say there's no shortcut to success, but there is, and that's through mentorship, and that's from us if we provide it. So, yes, we have to make ourselves accessible. Now you, you have guys, and a lot of times you have a lot of young guys, uh, young athletes, with a lot more money now. Making, they're, make, they're making a lot more money now than we did when we were in our, our first couple seasons and throughout my entire career. So a lot of times they wait to the last minute to reach out because you can only help someone who wants to be helped. 
But there are, uh, as I speak at some of these uh, universities here in Atlanta and Pittsburgh, there are some student athletes that reach out and ask and are receptive to the mentorship. But a lot of times when, when the guys get a little older and start making money on their own, they, they, they don't ask for it. Well, you just don't uh, want to give it away. Yes. If, if you're giving your wisdom away and they're not using it, you're wasting your time. Well, Mr. Troop, uh, we're going to turn back to you because uh, you, you obviously are, are I'm, I'm going to call you, you are that, uh, that, that shepherd that has, has been leading us uh, for a long time. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm certainly a spiritual man myself and been involved in uh, faith-based ministries. Uh, with, I'm going to shout out to the good Reverend Dr. Herbert Huber Lusk, uh, running back for the Philadelphia Eagles from, uh, well, he from California. He and Herman Edwards were teammates in high school and, and I came to the Eagles after he did, but uh, I, I was his, uh, I was his director of operations uh, at People for People, a faith-based uh, institution there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I can certainly appreciate that spiritual, and I think that's that's necessary. I, I was there was a young man in the office today talking about proverbs. So, but guy, as as you continue to grow, you've seen the player network event grow and grow more. Uh, how are you feeling about uh, this year's uh, attendance and, and the players that you've been able to uh, to reach out to, uh, and what's the response been so far? Well, I mean, we're, we're really excited. We have about 20, 25 player, 20, over 25 player-owned businesses that will be represented in some form or fashion. You know, our hope uh, after this year's event is actually to try to find some some uh, capital to support a few of these businesses. We're in discussions with a couple of venture capitalist funds and a couple of uh, funding sources that really want to see athletes succeed. Uh, they understand that the celebrity of athletes can help businesses and cities grow through, uh, through commit, you know, commitments made by athletes to give back. And uh, we're working with uh, – some governmental agencies at this point to go after some, some pretty significant dollars, uh, knock on wood. So we're excited about that. Um, you know, Adam talked about mentorship and, uh, the, the entire need for, for the, the mentee to step forward and ask to be mentored and the mentors to step up. I'm, I'm, uh, supremely confident that we have mentors. Uh, you know, guys like Dave Durison who are out there, you know, gentlemen like you that can help the active player, you know, with a small piece of, of advice, not necessarily the big picture, but a, but a small piece uh, is a part of mentoring. So we're excited about it. And, uh, you know, but you got to watch Adam a little bit, man. He played at Pitt, and, you know, Pitt was down for a few years. So he's he talking about mentoring the young men in Pennsylvania. I think he took one of them corrugated boxes. And put some cash in there and help Pitt, man, because they back. And I'm trying to figure out how they got back so quickly. Well, listen, I, this is just a joke. So everybody know this is a joke. But one of them corrugated boxes had some cash in it. And they sent that boy out of Pittsburgh to the Ohio State University from Pennsylvania. I thank you so much for doing that. Listen, you guys, I, I only wanted to have, I was only hoping to have you guys for half an hour. If you can give me a couple more minutes. On the other side of this break, we're going to talk a little bit more and close this segment out properly. Right now, we're going to take a break. You're the Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. 
just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference most valuable player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I, of course, am in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my transition. I started my transition when I was in college, came out here, got whooped up on by Penn State. <laughs> And uh, I just realized that, you know, man, if I'm going to get whooped up on, uh, let me get whooped up on it and where paradise exists. And I just started thinking about my entire life. I just I just pray to the good Lord Jesus. That's what I believe in, that uh, when they give me my gas money, if I make it to Pro Bowl, I want to come back out here and live. So uh, people start thinking about their transition early. And that's what we're talking about on this on this show. We're talking about uh, the player network event. Uh, and that is, of course, uh, that, that's that's the baby of Guy Troop, who is the CEO and founder at Troop 21 and who has been helping players for many years with their transition. And, uh, hey, Guy, if you don't mind, I'd just, I just like to, to ask you, uh, you know, of course you were an executive with the player network, I'm sorry, with the, with the NFL management, and you were, you were working, I believe, in, in player development. Uh, what was it about? transition that stuck out in your mind of all the things that you were doing with the league what was it that 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 created that passion for you that this is an area of human development of which i want to step out in this field and then come back and help some of these players 
in their transition. What was it that you saw back in those days when you were with NFL management? Well, the the primary thing that I saw is that, you know, there's a lot of money being made in football. And, you know, the world sees athletes as overpaid and rich guys, but but there are business deals happening inside of football that were much more lucrative than the signing bonus and the four-year contract that a player got. So when when the, the Super Bowl is, is, is America's largest one-day sporting event, uh, and so I, I saw that players were not understanding how to take advantage of that weekend. And, and uh, that was really the vision behind the P&E, trying to just get players to see that you can come and party and hang out and have a great time, but you're missing an opportunity if you don't develop some business relationships here. Most major corporations have some presence at Super Bowl, whether they're just doing it as an employee uh, benefit to, hey, let's reward you know, a few a few of our star performers all the way up to the big NFL sponsors like Bank of America. So um, that, that was really it, just the need for players to, to take advantage of the weekend. And, uh, of course, uh, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the, that, that business that, of course, uh, uh, brought us here all together today to talk about uh, another kind of business for players uh, to get involved in. That business, of course, is the business of football, and, and that's what Guy was talking about, an interesting guy. Uh, and we're not going to go into this, but we're just going to teeter along the side, the edges of the Tiger Woods thing. And, and I, I, my research, I was able to find something that said that this one athlete uh, affected uh, corporate his corporate sponsors to the tune of $12 billion in a short period of 30 days. That's the effect that what happened to him had on these various corporate partners and sponsors that he had, $12 billion. So, again, I'm glad that you, you know, saw this opportunity for players to understand that, listen, you know, besides this game, there's other business that happens uh, as it relates to sports and, and, and I, I read a book once called Black Labor, White Wealth, Dr. Claude Anderson. And in his book, talks about the various vertical businesses. I can even tell you the pages, pages uh, 204 through like 224, uh, focuses on sports and the vertical businesses that, that, that are associated with the sport. So I, I'm going to say that because I'm going to kind of turn this thing in a direction uh, back to our two guests, and that's, that's, that's Sean and Adam. And, and I'm going to ask Sean, Sean, when you started your business, did you think about, okay, uh, as, I, as I go into this business, perhaps maybe there is some relationship that I might have had with some corporate sponsor in the past of playing football, maybe not direct contact, but indirect contact because you played in the games and, and they sponsored some games, and you saw perhaps maybe that might be a door I might knock on to see if they would do business with me and I could leverage my celebrity status as a former athlete. Did that ever come into the mix in, in terms of the way you go about doing your business? Well, uh, it, it did uh, come into the mix, and, and, and we call that uh, leveraging the shield, meaning that uh, while you're playing, and this idea that guy has uh, started way back in college, as I said, when we were roommates, uh, we used to talk about these type, sorts of things. Uh, athletes and agents and athletes and, and business. But uh, a lot of times, you're not, as an athlete, your primary business is uh, the game in hand, the football, 
the things that, and, and you're not really thinking about leveraging that shield, or you don't have that mindset of leveraging that shield while you're playing. And I believe that's the uh, the change of mindset that Guy is trying to instill uh, in the players that come down the Super Bowl, the current players, to, to start thinking about your transition while you're playing, start thinking about the corporations that you have uh, contact with now, or if you don't co- currently have contacts with corporations, start to get them before you leave, leveraging that shield. And that's the mindset that uh, the P&E is trying to instill in players. And I wish that uh, a, 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 an event like this and, and the things that God don't, uh, is doing would, uh, would have existed while I was playing. Uh, obviously, it happened uh, after I was playing, and we're trying to take advantage of it uh, currently. I concur with you as well. I, I, I wish that indeed when I was playing that these type of things uh, existed. Uh, I think the best knowledge that I got in terms of something to support the players was I did attend a um, a convention. Uh, one time the players had a convention in New Mexico and I went there and I, and I did get some insight, some information, and, and it was very helpful to me in my next contract negotiation. And But, of course, when we were there, we were also looking for other things like this that we knew that uh, players needed. Uh, players have always needed direction. Guy knows that you know he's one of my role models, and I'm older than he is. And <laughs> I don't mind saying that. Thank God I'm still here. But you know, athletes need role models too. I'm going to add Adam. Uh, just just quickly, if you, if you can, uh, maybe you could talk about some of those uh, uh, customers or, or clients that you have now that you guys are doing business with in your in your in your uh, packaging company. Um, we've, we've been very blessed with our packaging company, and, and, and we've evolved the packaging from um, a couple of other businesses. And, and as I speak about mentorship, I reached out to my former boss, Mr. Edward DeBartolo, when he had a Super Bowl reunion uh, about six or seven years ago for mentorship because Sean and I's first company was Homestead Settlement Solutions, and it was in the real estate industry. But when he told me back in 2005, he said, Adam, it's time to diversify. Mm. get out of real estate. He told me this before the floor fell out. Mm-hmm. So I looked at his portfolio and seen he had a company. He just purchased a manufacturing facility in China to manufacture premium automotive water pumps. So we worked out a deal where we were his supplier. We, 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 were, uh, we distributed and packaged his water pumps. We partnered with a packaging company and later purchased a packaging company. But there we have uh, many clients and we're still being mentored. Uh, we're in a program right now called Project One. And the heads of this Project One module is Toyota and Johnson Control, whom are both c- customers of ours. But they, in this, in this uh, module, it is geared toward working closely with us and other uh, minority companies, uh, providing access to internal corporate resources, best practices, and enhance the ability to competitively seek contracts and business opportunities as well as help us with operational strategies such as lean manufacturing and 5S. But uh, we have companies like Home Depot, uh, Tata Beverage, the company from India who's actually a $60 billion company, but they're purchasing all the beverage companies here in the U.S. So uh, our our client list is growing daily, and um, corporations are reaching out to us, the Home Depot sponsored me uh, this past summer to go to the Kellogg School of Management for an advanced management education program. I spent ten or $15,000 to 
for me to go take a two-week uh, course up there at Kellogg. Wow. Man, that so, is a, that's so impressive. We're still being mentored, and our, our clients are coming, and our, our pipeline is full. Now we just, we just hand it over to God and let him do his thing. Well, if you hand it over to God, I know you're going to be blessed, my brother. Listen, I appreciate you two gentlemen. That course was Sean Van Horst, formerly with the San Diego Chargers, and Adam Walker. I got to throw the 49ers in there the way Mr. DeBarlow treated him. So 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And, of course, both of our mentors and friends, Guy Troop from Troop 21, talking about the Player Network event at the Super Bowl this year. I got to go. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit VoiceAmerica.com. the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.